Welcome back to Open Heart Conversations, where we come together as community to explore the world's enduring spiritual and religious traditions. I'm your host, Reverend Renee Rossi, and I'm so happy to be back with all our viewers and our listeners today. Today, we are exploring a rich and ancient practice which has endured the test of time, Taoist self-healing practices with Reverend Dr. Diane Rooney. Diane is a doctor of oriental medicine, a licensed acupuncturist, Reiki master, licensed massage therapist, board certified herbologist, certified aromatherapist, and nationally certified reflexologist. She is ordained as an interspiritual minister, is a second year dean at One Spirit Interfaith Seminary, and holds a doctorate of ministry in Taoism and self-healing practices. Diane, welcome to Open Heart Conversations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're so happy to have you back. Um, so I want to start with a, a very big um, question at the beginning. What is Taoism? That is a big question. Um, well, I thought I'd read um, a quote from Lao Tzu, um, who talks about what Taoism is. He says it much better than I could ever say it. So if I may, he says, there is something, an undifferentiated whole that was born before heaven and earth. It has only abstract images, no concrete form. It is deep, dark, silent, undefined. We do not hear its voice. Assigning a name to it, I call it the way. The way is infinitely high, unfathomably deep, enclosing heaven and earth, receiving from the formless, it produces a stream running deep and wide without overflowing. Opaque, it uses gradual clarification by stillness. When it is applied, it is infinite and has no day or night. Yet when it is represented, it does not even fill the hand. Lao Tzu. So what is he saying there? So Taoism basically is the path back to Tao, back to the source, back to stillness, back to no thing. It is about the process of becoming clear and still. It's about calming the mind, stilling the mind. Taoism is about connecting to the cycles of nature and, um, and quieting those things that get in the way of that, the clutter in our minds, the clutter in our days, our internal chatter. It's about, it's about really cleaning and clearing ourselves so that we can become a channel for the pure light of spirit or what's called Shen that can pour into our beings and our psyches, and our bodies unimpeded, therefore connecting us to the unimpeded, to the cycles, to the natural cycles of life. It's about getting rid of um, turbidity, it is said. Um, turbidity, what is that? It's just the things that get in our way of flowing naturally, which would be um, you know, our ruminations or our uh, physically our addictions or our self-worth issues or our connections to others. 
um, our desire nature. Um, it's just about quieting, quieting, quieting all of that so that we can find our way back to that stillness that we call Tao. And the thing is, even when we get to that process and we start to still ourselves, we're still in something. Even when we, um, like the Buddhists say, obtain emptiness, emptiness is still a thing. So Taoism is getting rid of things. And eventually we want to be in no thing. And it's very hard for us to comprehend that because we're three-dimensional beings here on this earth, just filled with things, right? So Taoism is about undoing. It's not about adding to. It's about taking away. It's about dissolving. It's not about getting anything. It's about releasing. So that's that's basically Taoism. <laughs> Sounds like something any human could could strive to attain, um, which which makes me wonder, um, like, what does it mean to be a Taoist? Do you have to be a Taoist to access this or or what does that mean? No, um, you just I mean, to be human is to is to be on a path towards something. Taoism is from a Taoist perspective, Taoism or Tao is the goal. And Tao is no thing, right? And that's why even in the first chapter of the Tao Te Ching, it says we can't name it. That means that we can't call it a thing because once we do it, we're away from it. Um, But anybody can take this path. You don't have to be a Taoist. You can just try to be a better human being. Um, there are certain Taoist techniques that you can apply, but again, you don't have to be a Taoist to apply these techniques. So these simple techniques, which is what this self-healing thing is that I'm on about, are simple things like breathing exercises, visualization exercises. Eventually, you want to get rid of visualization because, again, that's creating a thing. That's not stilling the mind, but it's a start. Visualization, movement like Qigong, internal alchemy exercises like Nagon or meditation exercises. Um, it's also about following a healthy diet, um, non-processed or dead foods. You know, we don't want to. Uh, we want to bring in non-processed foods and get rid of boxed foods or things that don't have life force or vitality because we want to bring vitality into our cells, into our bodies. It's also following ethical and moral guidelines. You know, the more I study Taoism, I realize Confucius, as an example, he wanted to bring um, ethics and morality to the people by instilling the laws that would enhance good ethical behavior and morality. Whereas in Taoism, you find that within yourself. You find good ethics and good morality for yourself. And what does that mean? Just simple things that we all know. Like you don't take things that don't belong to you. You don't steal. You don't lie. Um, You don't uh, kill. You know, you don't um, get intoxicated. You know, simple, simple little things. And even if you get away with a lie, let's say, you 
still know deep down inside that you have done something unethical to um, to yourself. There's no judgment. There isn't any pointing finger. It's just about bringing clarity and stillness to your being. And by doing that, it's adhering to these certain precepts or guidelines. It's also about applying Wu Wei, which is flowing more in life. You know, there's, um, I believe it's chapter 60 of the Tao Te Ching that says, um, the way to run a, um, a government is like cooking a small fish. You don't want too much of a heavy hand or mucking about because it will spoil that small, delicate fish. Wu Wei is about letting go and flowing, not judging or getting hard on ourselves. Because if we do that, we're not applying stillness and clarity. So let's say I do pick up a pen accidentally or even on purpose that doesn't belong to myself. I've done it. Move on. Begin again. Try again. Just keep working at this. And anybody can do this. You don't have to be a Taoist in order to apply Taoist techniques or principles to your daily life. Beautiful. So um, but as you are speaking about some of these techniques, it seems like there is a communication, an internal communication happening um, to be um, in the flow and to strive for these um, these non-things or the not-things. So could, could you speak about that a bit, like what's happening in the body? Certainly. Um, the communication, again, is at first when you start the process. We have to use our five senses and our internal dialogue in order to understand what we're trying to do. But eventually we want to, we want to just get rid of that self-healing from, from my perspective. And um, I don't, I talk to my cells as an example, and I help others talk to their cells. So that's talking to the innate wisdom of the body. Is that Taoism? I don't know, but um it's, it's my spin on self-healing. And the way I look at that is um, in Taoism, everything has cycles. Everything generates something else, right? The cells in our body are no exception. They work together. They generate each other. They work in harmony. They're interdependent. Um, we, you know, they... They have systems. They are little organisms in themselves. They have, um, they take in oxygen, for instance. So they breathe. They have an excretory system, a digestive system. Um, they have um, an innate wisdom to them. So there's a, there's a, a brain system in a way. And they live in harmony with each other. There's an ecosystem. The cycles of nature within the cell can teach us how we can, on the macrocosmic level, work with the cycles of nature with among the trees and the fish and the air and the water and each other and the sky and the celestial beings and the earth spirits, as an example. Everything can thrive with each other. 
when something goes wrong with the cell, it's um, technically it gets out of this harmony. It gets out of the the flow, the cycles of nature within its own uh, environment. They might go rogue, for instance, and then you get what's called dis-ease or disharmony. Something may be imbalanced in the body. So to work with harmony macrocosmically with the cycles of nature and microcosmically working with ourselves to inform them, help them um, continue to work in the ecosystem that they were created to do, we can bring about more healing to our bodies, thus self-healing. And so I do some visualization and some movement and breath. And I actually talk to myself every single day um, to help them. I love myself. I send them love and appreciation and gratitude that every day they do what they're supposed to do for me, the greater organism that they are serving. And I want to, in gratitude, acknowledge that. So um, I see that, again, from my perspective, I see that microcosmic Taoist interdependent cycles of nature feeding the macrocosmic in my relationship to others day to day. Mm-hmm. So that's the body um, side of it. Of course, there's emotions and spirit and mind and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I think we'll, we'll explore that more in our conversation. Um, thank you for that explanation. Um, it's, you know, being aligned with the cycles of nature, you know, that's, that's a practice found in so many ancient traditions and so many places in the world. And it's, it's a really powerful practice that I think is so timely right now that so many people are returning back to because of the the wisdom there and the the connection with um, what is happening around us. Yeah. And, you know, we have the power to heal ourselves. It's all in there. We're hardwired to heal ourselves. We're just not taught the keys to do that. So Mm. my, my passion really in this lifetime is to try to find those keys and then help others find the keys for themselves as well. Mm. Yes. So, so speaking of keys, will you, um, uh, explain to us what is chi? <laughs> okay, that's, uh, <laughs> that's um, a nebulous question. So chi, chi is life force. It's vitality. Everything that is alive is chi in some form or gradation. It emerges from Tao. It emerges out of stillness. Um, it it is vitality. It is ungraspable. Um, it changes all the time. In the West, we call it energy, but that doesn't do it justice. It's really, it's the animating force behind the energy. It's the it's the author of our breath. It's the um, it's the underlying impetus to the to the beat of our heart. It is. Um, it is this, this ungraspable thing that 
as it comes from Dao, it's the way Dao expresses itself. Let's put it that way. It's the way this, this no thing becomes a thing in order for it to understand itself and for us to understand it and find our way back to that stillness, that oneness, that source. And we do this by understanding this vitality that is everything and how we are no different than that chi in everything. Think of um, a prism, like you have a ray of sun that separates into different colors, right? Through a prism. Well, chi separates into this different qualities and looks like different things, but it's really that same ray of sun, just to give you an analogy. Chi is chi is life force vitality, life force, and even just hearing you talk about it makes me feel more alert, more alive. The way you describe it. (laughs) So, how can you tell if your chi is out of balance? Like, or is it always in balance? What 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 should it be doing? Well, you know, we're given these symbols to help us understand the balance of chi. One of it is the the tai chi symbol. You know, the yin yang symbol you see with the, um, you know, the the yin, the dark and the light and then the dot and the two that is chi in balance. When chi differentiates itself from the source in order for us to understand what it is on this planet called Earth, it separates itself into duality or what we call yin and yang and yin has certain qualities that just represent that part of chi and yang has certain qualities that represent that part of chi. As an example, quick example, yang is active, it's sunlight, it's um, it's go, it's the masculine, it's up, it's fire, it's heat. Yin is the feminine aspect. It is going within, it's stillness, it is cold, it's um, down. So these two need each other in order for us to understand. You can't understand what up is if you don't know what down is. What is it relative to? So chi becomes these two aspects that are relative to each other. And ultimately, they should be in perfect balance. Why aren't they? Because we do things like live life on this planet we worry that right away that imbalances are perfect balance. How do we know it's imbalanced? We are experiencing peace and stillness and clarity. So how can you tell um, practically how your chi is out of balance? Are you tired all day? Are you having problems sleeping at night? Do you have pains and aches? Do you worry all the time? Are you anxious? Do you have stress? Do you give in to your addictions? Do you feel powerless? Do you hold on to your fears? Do you feel purposeless? These all are just examples of chi that's out of balance. So all we do, all we can do is just find those keys in order to bring us back to balance so that yin and yang, instead of being separate, they become that one circle, that one balanced reality that we can live as and out from. So that's, you know, 
basically how you can tell your chi is out of balance. Mm-hmm. Dan, can you explain um, while we're we're speaking about what's happening within the body? Um, can you talk to us about the meridian system of the body? Certainly. So, in Chinese medicine, um, there is. Uh, we work with what's called meridians or highways of the body. So these are passageways of chi. They are, each meridian has a different quality of energy. Now, if you were to dissect the cadaver, could you see meridians? No. First of all, they're, they're part of the life force. They're part of being alive. But they are certain passageways for chi to flow through our body. And as a Chinese medicine practitioner, what I do when somebody walks in my room, my treatment space, they're there because they want harmony. They want balance. They want to feel better. I, through various techniques, like listening to them, asking them questions, feeling their pulse, looking at their tongue, I can, and palpating, I can figure out where that chi is blocked in these highways, in the meridian system. My job then is to take an acupuncture needle or acupressure with thumb or fingers, go into that place that is stuck, access that meridian, unblock that stuckness, and thereby allowing the chi then to flow where it's supposed to and bring about harmony and balance to the body. That's a rough explanation of what meridians are. Mm. That was clear. Yes. Yes. That was very clear. And um, so I want to revisit something you said earlier. So, you know, you, you said it brings harmony and balance back to the body. So um, what other kind of healing could you experience from, from having these meridians unblocked and having your chi in balance and flowing the way it's supposed to flow? Like what could happen to you mentally, emotionally, spiritually could speak to that. Certainly. So our, you know, when I say body, the body, the human body is really bodies. We have a physical body an etheric body, an emotional body, a mental body, uh, a spiritual body and on and on. So it's really just a matter of frequency or vibration. It's really no different. So the physical body is just the densest form, right? Um, Emotional body, the vibration is a little higher and so on. Um, Going up to the subtler forms of, of spirit. What's interesting is that the character for chi is actually a cauldron of cooking rice under a flame with steam coming out of it to to tell us that chi is all those things. Chi is the fire that heats up the rice, which is the physical form and the cauldron, which is the container or the body that holds that physical form, those cells, let's say, Um, and creating steam, which are emotional, mental body, and then disappearing into vapors which um, still exist, we just can't see them, which is spirit. So self-healing, when you work on quieting the mind, stilling the body, following health and healing with the body, with the mind, meditation, calming the mind, 
um, you automatically are going to shift emotions. You're going to shift the mental ruminations and the worry that we may have. You're going to bring more peace to your body. We cannot separate the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical form. They are all one. They're just different gradations of the same entity, if you will. And healing through Taoist principles and Chinese medicine, which does fall under Taoism, um, brings about healing to all these levels. It's just a matter of where the practitioner may put their intention. So you don't have to have something physical only, in other words, to come for a treatment, let's say, a Taoist treatment. You can just be anxious or depressed or uh, you can't stop your wandering mind and therefore you can't sleep. You know, it can be as simple as that. It can be on at any level. You just want a spiritual healing, meaning you just want to feel good and at peace with yourself. All of that can be achieved through Taoist self-healing techniques. So it seems like the possibilities are endless of what can happen um, within your body and your life um, in your thoughts, your emotions. So, um, you know, I, I want, I want you to speak a little bit more specifically about this and can you really define for us like what is alchemy and, and how is that connected to this? Yes. Good question. Um, so alchemy is just the process of this transformation. When you alchemize something, you change it from something to something else, right? Lead into gold, let us say. So we're changing the metaphorical lead of our being into the gold of our being. It's the process of transformation and, um, and the discipline of that process. It is, it is said that when we cultivate, which is the cultivation is the various techniques that help us alchemize internally to uh, transform our bodies. And it is said we can, when we alchemize and cultivate our energy, we can create what's called long life, long, healthy life or taking that a step further, immortality. Now, does that mean we live forever? Maybe, uh, I don't know. I think it means that we start to tap into and operate out of that which is immortal within us. And that's how we walk through life, by internally alchemizing so that we are at one with that immortal part of our being our soul, our spirit, whatever you want to call it. And we operate from that. And so alchemy is just the process of internal transformation through cultivation. And who is this for? I mean, we, we spoke about this a bit earlier, but do you have to be a Taoist to, to no. experience this level of alchemy? No, as far as I know, you just need to be human. But, you know, the, the, the trees go through uh, alchemical transformation every yearly cycle. It's, they seemingly die and yet come back to life. 
So come back to that immortal part of themselves that goes on and on and on, only to seemingly die again and come back and come back. So there, it's it's everywhere. So no, you don't have to be a Taoist. You can just be somebody who's interested interested in bettering themselves and their lives. That's good news. <laughs> of course. And we always have a chance. Every time you wake up in the morning, you're given another chance, another chance to bring healing and balance to yourself and your being. Isn't that great? Yes. <laughs> we we need all the chances we can get. <laughs> I do. Speak for myself. We all do, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as you're, you're talking about these cycles and you're talking about nature, um, can you speak a bit about the, the five elements and the four directions and how they're related to one another and, and particularly related to these Taoist self-healing practices? Yes. Um, so in Chinese medicine or in Taoism, um, way back the shamans, the Wu people, we think, we're just humans living on this earth, um, looking at the cycles of nature outside of themselves and bringing those cycles within oneself. So the elements that are out there are actually elements we have within us. We can understand ourselves better if we delineate, because that's our human mind, ourselves into elements or qualities of chi within us that represent elements. And these elements um, are nature. So they are water, wood, fire, earth, and air. And air can also be interchanged with the word metal. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's the metals of the earth the um, the supplements that we eat, all the minerals, things like that, or it can mean the air quality as well. So we have these elements within ourselves. Each of these elements also have a direction, a, an emotion um, assigned to it, an organ assigned to it, a sound assigned to it. For instance, the water element, the organ assigned to it is kidneys. That represents the stillness of water in the north. So ice, right? So the uh, so the direction would be north. Wood would be spring, represents new growth of spring or the east. Um, its organ is the liver. The fire element's organ is the heart. It represents growth at its zenith in the summer. So the South, when it's hot and everything is bursting with life force, the earth rules the spleen, which is the start of yang, which is this bursting growth at its zenith and starts to head down. So the earth represents the center downward, but the quieting of nature or centering of nature. And it represents late summer. And then um, air or metal represents the lungs and um, the west. So it is all about um, going down into harvest season, let's say, 
It's about quieting down before we go back into the water element, back into winter and so on. And these are the cycles outside ourselves and they're the cycles within ourselves. So when we have something disharmonious or imbalanced within us, as a Chinese medicine practitioner or Taoist practitioner, I am going to look at you to see which element is not flowing or generating into the cycle of the next. Where is that blockage? Why is it not harmoniously moving through you? And then my job is to help harmonize that and help you balance that and then give you suggestions so you can self-heal and harmonize your own elements. And eventually you won't need me at all. Mm. That's the goal. <laughs> so we've spent, um, you know, quite a bit of time talking about the systems of the body and what's happening with the chi and the meridians and how the elements are connected. And so um, I'd like to speak a little bit more specifically about the Taoist self-healing practices and, um, you know, some that if you could talk about some that, that you would, as you just said, would either lead or teach someone to do themselves Um what, what those practices would be, how you would describe them and how, what kind of effects they could have on a person. Okay. Um, so I think maybe the best way to, um, explain this is just to give an example of a visualization and breath exercise to help with our organs and our digestive system. So if I may, um, can I lead us through a visualization? Yes, please. Please. Okay. So what I would say to you or anybody listening to this, um, you might have a sip of water by your side just in case you need it. You probably won't, but just in case, because we're going to use the saliva of our mouth. But if you can't get the saliva, then you will just take a sip of water. So you might pause this, go get yourself a little sip of water, have it by you for this visualization practice. Okay. so. Here we go. Ready? Ready. Okay. So um, before we start, don't force anything. Just allow it to be. If you can't bring up a visualization, just let it go. Just don't force anything. Trust your body and tune into the felt sense. Just this, listen inside. Okay. So Assume a comfortable position, but make sure your, your spine is erect and not leaning against some, something if you can. Maybe sit at the end of the chair, have your feet flat on the ground, um, your knees six inches apart or so, and place your hands on your knees. Place the tip of your tongue on your palate behind your front teeth. Breathe through your nose. This whole time we're gonna be breathing through our nose. Your mouth is closed. Either soften or close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And on the exhale through your nose, let all the tension dissolve out of your body. Take a few deep breaths. Just feel any tension, tightness, worries, ruminations, just dissolve. 
leave through the exhalation. And now, if you can, imagine a bright healing golden light shining down on your face. Breathe it in through your nose. Breathe in that golden light. Bring it in. And let that golden light through the nose go into your mouth. You now have golden light in your mouth. We want to mix this golden light with your saliva. The way you can create some saliva is just move your tongue, swirl it around in circles inside your mouth. And as you're swirling your tongue around in your mouth, you can go both directions and you start to create saliva. If you can, imagine that saliva is mixing with the golden light. And let this image of saliva imbued with golden light grow and increase with every inhalation. Keep mixing. Keep mixing. If you cannot generate any saliva, a small sip of water will do. So you would take that sip now if you cannot generate saliva. Keep healing, keep letting this healing mixture of light and saliva grow within you, within your mouth, with each inhalation. What you're doing is you're creating a golden elixir, a healing elixir. We're going to, through this visualization, use this elixir five times. So this is the first time. Just tilt your head back slightly and just allow this golden elixir to slide down your throat. Bring the awareness down into your throat and your esophagus, this golden healing light saliva meeting your stomach. Bathe your stomach in this yellow healing saliva light. Feel this golden light growing in your stomach with each inhalation, healing, healing your stomach. You don't need to know how. Just know that this saliva elixir brings healing golden light to your stomach. And now bring your awareness back to your mouth and take another swallow. This swallow, now this golden light turns to a beautiful green healing light 
So this beautiful green saliva elixir just travels down your throat and meets your gallbladder. The green light grows with each inhalation, bathing your gallbladder in this green saliva light, bringing healing to your gallbladder, growing with each inhalation. And now bring your awareness back to your mouth. If you need to, swirl your tongue around just to bring more saliva to your mouth. And we're going to mix this saliva now with a beautiful pink light. And going to swallow this pink saliva elixir light down your throat and meet your small intestines. filling your small intestines with this beautiful, pink, calm, peaceful saliva elixir, bringing healing to your small intestines. The pink light growing with each inhalation, you bathe your small intestines with this big pink saliva light. And now bring your awareness back to your mouth. Creating the saliva, you're turning the pink into white, white saliva elixir, white light. Swallow this white saliva elixir, this white light. And it meets your large intestines, your colon. The white light grows with each inhalation, bathing your large intestines with this white saliva light. Growing and growing with each inhalation, bathing, bringing healing to your large intestines. And come back to your mouth. And lastly, if you need to create more saliva, do so. And you're going to mix this saliva with a beautiful blue light. And you swallow this be beautiful blue elixir light, the saliva elixir. And it meets your urinary bladder. This blue light grows with each inhalation and bathes your urinary bladder with this blue saliva light. Healing, healing the bladder. And now return your attention to the top of your head. And let the full spectrum of light, like a rainbow of healing light, just wash down your body, inside your body and outside your body from head to toe. And feel this rainbow of light filling up your body, spiraling down 
down your mouth, your teeth, your throat, hitting the stomach, the gallbladder, the small intestine, the large intestine, the urinary bladder, your whole body, one full sweep of all the colors, all the elixir colors, bringing healing to all your digestive organs. And now allow this rainbow of light fill up what's called the lower dantian, which is in your pelvic bowl, below your belly button, your navel, inside your body. Place one hand below your navel, palm in, if you can. Place your other hand directly opposite on your lower back, so your palms are facing each other. Feel with your hands this elixir healing energy filling up this pelvic bowl in between your two palms, this rainbow of light, these elixir of colors, bringing healing, wholeness, groundedness into your being, filling up this lower dantian, this pelvic bowl, knowing that this rainbow of light is always here, always for us to use, to bring healing to each and every organ as we need it. Just breathe. Just breathe. And now... Let go of your palms, put them back onto your knees. Let go of the visualization. Just bring your awareness to the breath, the inhalation and the exhalation in your body, knowing that this elixir of colors is always there. And at your own speed, bring your awareness back into the room that you're sitting in and open your eyes. So that was a rather long example, but this is one example of how we can bring uh, breath qigong to our digestive system. We can do this to any system, but this was just for our digestive and um, urinary organs to bring about healing and the use of the vibration of color and the quality of our own saliva and using that as a healing agent for our body. Thank you, Diane. Um, That's a very, very powerful practice and um, I feel so peaceful as a result. Um, so um, to maybe put some words and some explanation to what I'm experiencing and what I'm sure some of our listeners and viewers are also experiencing, um, you know, what just happened? What What is, is this practice reducing stress? Um, why do I feel so peaceful? <laughs> Question. 
That, Renee, is alchemy. That is internal alchemy. You have transformed something into something. So you might have, for you, transform maybe a little bit of um, stress or anxiety or worry. I don't know what was going on in your body, but something has shifted into stillness and peace. And that is a Taoist practice. That is internal alchemy. That is shifting towards wholeness, towards balance. You know, our natural state of being is balance. It's peace. So it's just bringing us back to this natural state closer to the Tao, to Tao. So that's what I think you're experiencing, if I could put it into words. And that... And that is how we can reduce stress and anxiety because it's just stress and anxiety is just chi that's stuck or out of balance and somewhere it's not supposed to be. If it's supposed to be anchored and it's rising up, then we might experience this um, stress and anxiety and worry and rumination. Or if it's down when it should be or in when it should be out, we might be experiencing sadness or grief or depression. Now, emotions are normal. Sadness, grief are normal emotions. I just want to make that clear. It And anger and worry and all of that, but it's holding on to them that creates the pathology. So it's transforming anger, let us say which is rising chi and grounding it so that we can dissolve that and bring us closer to balance and um, and harmony. So this is just one example of how to do it. We can also do it through movement, just simple breath exercises, through sound, just through meditation, through letting go. There's many ways. This was just one. Diane, this makes me wonder, um, you know, if we can, if these practices can have these effects on ourselves and they can infect how we think, how we see the world, how we feel, our emotions, our physical body, um, you know, how does this affect the outside world then? If, if let's say every viewer and every listener just went through this visualization with us, um, how, what, what could happen in their lives? Can you imagine <laughs> if the whole world operated from a place of peace? Oh my goodness. We wouldn't have the chaos we have right now. Our relationship as our relationship to the self heals the relationship to others heal the relationship to the animal kingdom heals to the plant kingdom to the, to the fishes, to the air, to the water. We wouldn't want to harm the water or harm the air, as an example, or harm each other through our words, through our actions, because we would be okay within ourselves. I think we, we live in a world right now where we're operating out of our wounds, and therefore we see a lot of hurt and suffering and harm and disharmony. And if we would bring just a little bit more harmony within ourselves and, and operate it as that out in life, it becomes infectious and we pay it forward. And then others can feel the harmony in relationship. And perhaps then they can experience that internal harmony 
just a little bit more and then bring that home to their loved ones or to their workplace or um, to strangers in the street, on the subway um, or, you know, in a traffic jam or whatever it is. And the whole the whole of humanity would shift and we would all en masse become a, a, a greater being because we are one shifted step closer to Tao, to stillness, to peace, to harmony, to no thingness, to mm. no separation mm. away from the wounds, dissolving the wounds. Do you imagine? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's inspiring and also feels possible, feels achievable, accessible. Yes. Yes. It's not this lofty thing that's meant for somebody else to do or the masters or the enlightened beings. My feeling is that these masters and enlightened beings have gone this way before us, have said, look, they turn and they go, look, I'm just walking ahead of you, but you can do this. I've done this. You can too. I am just the messenger and serve as an example. You too can do this. And it's simple, 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 moment to moment, daily exercises. And as we live a lifetime, these um, little moments, these little molecules, little fractals become a bigger and bigger, or these little sparks of light within us become a bigger light and bigger. And then we connect with another spark of light outside ourselves and get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just moment and moment and the patience to do that for ourselves. That's, that's important, I believe. Mm-hmm. And and what you spoke to earlier, the the opportunity to begin again, to to do it each day, to have the chance to do it over or or try right. try harder or um, give yourself that um, that space or, or, uh, or untry. You know, um, mm-hmm. for instance, if we say something negative about somebody, you know, throw a dart through our words, let's say, or gossip or something like that. Um, it's just a matter of observing. You, you go, oops, I did it again. And then you begin again. And then maybe the next time, if you're emailing somebody and you want to say something, you might go, you know, let's undo that. Let's erase, delete. Let's not say that. So it's really about undoing. It's about observing, not judging, and loving oneself and lovingly saying, whoop, did it again. Okay. And then next time, not do it mm-hmm. or, and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, this makes me want to um, jump ahead to part of our conversation and speak about um, something that we're so delighted about um, the, the course that you will be offering, um, which is exactly about everything you've been speaking about today that um, you'll be offering in partnership with United Palace. So Diane, can you tell us about that course? I would love to. Um, so it's a course in three levels and it's self-healing through Taoist practices. Through United Palace, it's, it's in person in New York City at United Palace and 
live stream. So you can be online for it and or in person for it. There's three levels. Um, the first level is Taoist healing practices for the physical form. We go into the physical body, the meridian system, uh, visualization, uh, communication with the cells, etc., movements, qigong, things like that to help our physical form. The second level is more focused on the psycho-emotional, um, the, the mind and emotions um, through the five elements, how to change the emotional state of our beings, the mental state of our beings, how to calm the mind, still the mind, again, through these Taoist practices, breath, visualization, movement, um, even, even um, acupressure techniques on what points to press what parts of the body. And then the third level will be more on the spiritual level, talking about the five spirits or what I call the five messengers. What does that mean? We go into that in depth, the five spirits, because each of our organ systems has a spirit or an entity, if you will, related to it, to it and to us. And how do we work with that in terms of healing? Um, we'll talk a little bit about the chakra system and through all these three levels, um, we will, you know, reference the sacred texts, you know, Duanzi, Tao Te Ching, I Ching, um, whatever we need in order to increase our understanding of this. Each level can be taken separately. In other words, you don't have to do the first level in order to do level two and level three. You don't have to do the first two levels in order to, they're, they're separate entities in and of themselves. Or you could take all three levels. If you'd like, you can take two out of three. You can mix and match. Uh, you could be there in person one time and be online another. Um, so this is all through United Palace. And I'm very excited to be working with United Palace uh, with this course on self-healing through Taoist practices. Did I, did I miss anything, Renee? Um, no, I think you covered everything. Um, just also that there will be information about the course um, at nccaom.org. Right. Oh, oh, so it is. That's important. Thank you. It is a <laughs> continuing education class. You can get 14 CEUs or PDAs um, for each course. So if you take all courses, that's what, 42 uh, PDAs. Um, and it's open to any licensed professional to get those uh, PDAs. So nurses, massage therapists, um, shiatsu practitioners, acupuncturists, even students of acupuncture can take it and um, get the PDAs and the CEUs. If you, I don't know if students can get PDAs, but at least you can, it's open to you. You can, you can take the courses as well. So you can go on nccaom.org. It'll be listed there. Or you can go on United Palace's website, which is UPS or UP, UP, United Palace, upspiritualarts.org, upspiritualarts.org, and sign up there for the course if you'd like. The first course is the first weekend in November, 2022. Second one is in January and third one, I believe is in April. Yeah. Of 2023. Yes. So, so 
We're very excited about this. So that is one way that people can work with you and learn from you. Um, but tell us how else um, our viewers and listeners can can find your work or or reach out to you. Thank you. Just go on my website. It's all there. It's Rooney, I-A-R-O-O-N-E-Y, my last name, Rooney, I-A, as in integrative acupuncture, RooneyIA.com. It's all there on the website. You can communicate with me. You can call me everything through the website um, and see who I am. And um, you can always reach out through that website if you have any questions on any of this or anything, really. And I'll be more than happy to help you as best I can. Diane, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your passion and your experience about these practices. Um, we're, we're so grateful to be working with you and we thank you for your time and your energy today. Thank you. This is fun. It's my favorite <laughs> subject. <laughs> yes. That comes, about this. <laughs> that comes through when you speak about it. We can feel your passion and your love for it. So it's, it's so fun to listen to. And um, to all of our viewers and our listeners, thank you again for participating in Open Heart Conversations. We'll see you next time.